0: And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now.
1: I would say that everything everyone has been watching since I came back at the Royal Rumble is real. In an industry where there's a suspension of disbelief and areas of gray, and this is the most real anything has ever been, trying to win a title that my family never touched, The last opportunity they had for it was in the late 70s.
0: We are here with one half of the main event of the biggest pro wrestling match of the year. A man who has literally been born into the business. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. You're on the roads to WrestleMania. How many people are saying that pun to you now? Uh, I mean, I'm saying that pun regularly in every small, like, you do
1: these little uh, international bites and TV bites where, hey, we're on the road, we're on the road to WrestleMania. So I've overused the pun myself just because, hey, I don't know how many times uh, I'll be in this position heading into the biggest sports entertainment, the biggest wrestling event. I mean, that literally ever, just looking at the current metric, the biggest event ever done that involves a wrestling ring. Uh, I don't know how often it
0: will be like this, so I'm, I'm fun in a way. I'm coming to you from the Midwest in Chicago where uh, when you took that excursion away from WWE and, and made yourself an even bigger superstar with All Elite and everything like that, you did some time in AAW, and I was in a locker room recently, and people were like, the right guy is in this main event, and, and everyone kept saying that. How do you feel when you have that type of support from everyone who says that you're in this position with this champion who's been this strong for so long to take on Roman Reigns. Do you feel that support every day? I will say that uh, it's been very... um, You know, the graphic,
1: the poster came out for WrestleMania the other day, and uh, the amount of text I got from people in the industry that I you know, worked with a ton of times, but also the people I worked with just maybe one time. The amount of uh, love that was given was really obviously I'm a sentimental guy. It's very touching, but also like really puts the, a a level of responsibility on me. Um, It's great to hear someone say that he's the right guy to face the guy, but you, for me personally, I have to go out and execute. I have to go out and deliver. Uh, It can't just be a a pipe dream. It can't just be, it can't just be hope. It has to be hope and execution. And um, that's where I'm at. So uh, I've, I've tried not to get too high on the love that I'm getting from from my peers in the business or or get too down on any criticism that I might be getting as well, just because none of it matters unless you go out there and execute and give them something uh, to to really just
0: love and cherish. uh, WrestleMania being the biggest thing we do, and uh, that's what I aim to do. You've gone through so much just even to get to this match since you were in WWE. You had the moment of the year last year at WrestleMania, this huge return. Uh, you and Seth Rollins have one of the best matches of the year. You got this great series. I'm in Chicago. You take off that robe inside the cage, and there's this awful bruise and this injury, and we know we're in this weird situation. You're nominated for match of the year, Sports Key to Wrestling Awards. They nominated that match for the year, and you're for babyface of the year. Um, tell me about being in that cell going through that and then getting back here and winning the Royal Rumble that's the real you've really been slingshotted into this position with all these kind of circumstantial things right well I, I think um
1: you know I when people look at the cell hell in the cell match I always tell everybody I was just truly embarrassed I was on such a great role and and live event wise not just the uh the, the big PLEs and the TVs, I was just having such a good connection with the fan base. To have it in because of, you know, me being dumb in the gym was very, very embarrassing, very frustrating, but also sobering in a sense that has not changed how I approach everything. Uh, coming into the Royal Rumble like I did in the, the best shape of my career and hopefully doing the same with WrestleMania. I know, I know when I look at Chicago, it's a little bit of a second hometown because what I was able to do there with All In me mad Nick and then ultimately how many times I visited before um it's just the way to look at it is I would never there they they would have had to handcuff me to a locker I had I was I was going out there and I was going to complete you know we talk about finishing the story that was a story in itself and I needed to finish that story uh before I went away I knew I had to get surgery no matter how much I was fighting it um yeah it, I'm glad it resonates with people I'm glad it was a match that, that people enjoyed, but for me, it's just, I, every wrestler texted me, I told them the same thing. You would have done the same. Um, I hope I'm right, but uh, it, uh,
0: it's just one of those moments I could not, could not compete. You bring up finishing this story, that's such a powerful phrase, uh, such, such a gravitating phrase, and you brought up emotionally. I know some people give you a lot of crap for crying. I don't mind it. I love it. I love the, I love the feeling of it. It's real. Uh, and attaching a lot to your father, the uh, one of the most influential and prolific figures in pro wrestling, even with this generation of people, he he helped craft the the guy you're in the ring with. You helped get him ready for this position. Um, was there any apprehension for bringing in your family's legacy, or was that just it writes itself and I can't avoid it? I think
1: more of the latter, can't avoid it. And then those nights when um those nights when uh when I make it clear I'm not going to talk about Dusty at all, is the night that the other guy talks about Dusty that it's one of those where uh, just recently with Roman I, I wasn't really interested in the idea of we're going to converse on my father but he has a very unique relationship and had a very unique relationship with my father so he's the one who who took it up there and and as far as you're I'm always kind of hip and keen to the uh, the amount of emotion that uh, happens with me on television and you brought up a good point it's real I would say that everything everyone has been watching since I came back at the Royal Rumble is real. In an industry where there's a suspension of disbelief and areas of gray, and this is the most real anything has ever been. Trying to win a title that my family never touched, the last opportunity they had for it was in the late 70s. It's as real as it gets. Coming back from a very real injury and trying to make it to the Royal Rumble and, and be eaten alive by Gunther until I was able to eliminate him is very real. Um, and I like that I, I prefer that that I have the responsibility but also to a degree the burden of the character I play as myself mm-hmm. and uh, and that's uh, that's what makes it finish the story sound
0: even better because it's a real story you, you brought up talking to a lot of people who care about this they' are a part of this legacy. Have you talked to your brother, Dustin, who obviously has a prolific Hall of Fame career in his own right, about what this whole experience means for your family, for that legacy that you guys collectively share? Um, Yeah, we, I mean, Dustin and I, we really just speak about everything else.
1: um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, my dad's documentary comes out on the 26th, the Superstar Sunday before WrestleMania. And that, that's something that, we're all excited to see and see its foundation kind of kicked off that way but yeah it's not something I've really talked to him about what I'm feeling uh, only because it, it's really I don't know I, I don't know I, I've talked to DDP a little bit about how I'm feeling but even in that sense it it this is a moment that no one in my kind of circle has ever experienced and i kind of just want to experience it all i guess selfishly myself and uh i also don't want to just beat it over anyone's head and no. oh my gosh i'm in a i'm in the main event of wrestlemania because to me as beautiful and wonderful as that is it doesn't fully matter to me unless i win and that's a lot of pressure and that's a lot of it might be good to talk to dustin more because dustin's a very reasonable and down to earth and uh and and wonderful person. I know he'll be one of the only phone calls I make the day before um, just because, you know, that's the family I have. And uh, I I, I want that love and support and want to know what they're thinking.
0: Absolutely. March 19th, BOS Center in Springfield, the road to WrestleMania, the roads to WrestleMania winds through Central Illinois. Tickets are available now. Cody, I got to catch you on this tour uh, in Rockford. You absolutely tore the house down with Finn Balor. Uh, Tell me about the experience of performing for live fans outside of television without those kind of apprehensions. It's something different. You get to do different stuff. Well, what I always say is, you know, TV, whether it's Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown,
1: it's almost this really wonderful, beautiful commercial for the match that you might indeed see at a live event. And even with cell phones and and all that these days, the live event experience is still very intimate. Still things happen that are just for those communities and those markets and specific Three, moments oh well oh, i've noise in the background <laughs> you're good uh no but i would i would just say that it's an experience uh that you won't find on the tv that only compliments those who do watch and get involved with raw on friday night smackdown so what they'll get is something very specific intimate and real to to springfield
0: uh cody absolutely thank you for the time